What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Thoughts in Motion podcast, the place where we explore the highs, the lows, and everything in between. I'm your host, Elicity Carlo, and I'm thrilled to have you on this journey with me. Whether you're a seasoned listener or joining us for the first time, get ready for some candid thoughts, genuine reflections, and maybe a few laughs along the way. So kick back, relax, and let's dive into another episode of the Thoughts in Motion podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode because we are going to be getting into why I am no longer macro tracking. This is something that I've sort of struggled with over the past year, I would say, and something that I'm really excited to sort of get rid of. And it's definitely not just something where I was like, oh, I'm going to stop macro tracking. It was more of a mental decision that took time for me to come to the conclusion that, okay, this is where I want to go with things. So I'm really excited to sort of dive into this topic and explain to you guys why I am no longer macro tracking. I posted on my Instagram a few tidbits about why I'm not macro tracking anymore, but I'm really excited to just explain a little bit more and go into more detail. But before we get into that, let's go into a little overview about this week's training. So this week, in terms of weightlifting, I did five lifts this week, and I know you're going to be like, holy crap, that is way too much. I'm like one week out for my half marathon, but quite honestly, I've been strength training for three years now, and I was a college athlete, and we did strength training in college also, so all in all, I've been strength training for a while, and so my body is just kind of used to, you know, the the tearing of the muscles, I guess you could say, when you strength train, so it's not out of the ordinary for me to to strength train that many times a week. I did kind of pull it back a little bit. I kept it pretty low rep and pretty like medium weight just to honor the taper, but did my normal kind of training there. And then in terms of running, so Monday I was off. Tuesday I did four miles easy. Wednesday I did a tempo run. So I went two miles at half marathon pace with a one mile warm up and one mile cool down. Thursday I took off. Friday, four miles easy with some strides. Saturday, I did three miles easy. And then today is Sunday. I'm recording this episode and I did eight miles today. All in all, I felt so good this week. I, I don't know what the heck happened. The, the week before this week, I felt like crap all week. So I'm really excited that this week I felt good. So I'm really excited about the this race coming up. I think I'm going to kill it. I hope I kill it, but... I felt so good this week, so it's given me a lot of confidence going into the race. And just so we're clear, when I say the race this week, I'm running a half marathon on January 28th, so it's on Sunday, and my goal is 150, and that's kind of a, that's a big, big goal for me. Last time, I went 214, so to PR, what is that, 24 minutes, that's a pretty huge PR, but... I've I've just felt so good and my easy paces have been between 9:45 and 10:30 that's where I've been running my easy paces at so I feel pretty confident that I can at least get in the 150s but 150 is my goal and I would be absolutely ecstatic with anything in the 150s but a 150 would truly be my ultimate goal. And with that that's the end of the training update. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode. I'm so pumped about this. All right, so macro tracking. So just to give like a background about like when I started macro tracking and you know how this came about. 
So in 2021, I want to say I started macro tracking. Now, I will say that I have been a calorie counter for a long time, probably since high school. I've been kind of like conscious of the number of calories I was putting in my body. I wouldn't say that I was counting to a T, but I was always very conscious of how many calories were in the foods I was eating. But it wasn't until 2021 that I started tracking the macros. So, you know, proteins, carbs, fats of all of the foods that I was putting in my body. And I'm very much a perfectionist when it comes to anything in my life. So when I started to get into macro tracking, I was very much so obsessed with all of the macros that were going into my body. So because of that, it almost got a little bit too obsessive. And we will get into that a little bit more later. But that's kind of where, you know, my background is in macro tracking. Again, if you have listened to the, this podcast at all or you've, you know, follow me on Instagram or on social media at all, you know that I started weight training before I started running. So, you know, I was in the bodybuilding space and macro tracking just sort of comes along with that, you know, like the bulk cut cycle. So that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. And it's not a bad thing to do that. There are tons of people out there that bodybuilding is their sport and that's completely fine, but I've transitioned into a different time in my life. And so that's why we are cutting out macro tracking for good, at least for now, for a while. It's just not the season for macro tracking for me. I'm just not with it and I'm really excited to get away from it. All right. So reason number one, performance over calorie counting. So especially as an endurance athlete, Macro tracking just doesn't fit with performance goals. And the reason is because a lot of times when I was tracking macros, I was tracking macros because I wanted to be in a deficit. I never tracked macros because I wanted to be in a surplus. Being in a surplus is honestly very easy for me. I am a foodie at heart. I love food. And so if I just let myself before, when I just let myself eat whatever I wanted, I could be in a surplus just so easily. So When I was macro tracking, it was because I was trying to be in a calorie deficit. And that is just not how you should go about endurance training. As an endurance athlete, you need fuel and it's important not to cut that from your diet. Now, I will say protein and carbs are very important for endurance athletes. And, you know, carbs, being cognizant of putting carbs in your body is very important for endurance athletes. And eating protein after your workouts to rebuild that those muscles is also very important. But not to the point where I need to track every single gram of protein and carbs that go on my body. At this point, I've been doing it for so long. I'm like a calculator, like a like I can do it in my head. I can look at a piece of chicken and know how many pro- how much protein is in that piece of chicken or about how much it might weigh and so I can calculate how many grams of protein are, is in that piece of chicken. It's at that point. So I don't need to weigh and track every single thing that goes in my body because I have a good idea of proteins, carbs, fats. I understand it at length and I don't need to track everything that goes into my body. Especially because None of that is truly important for performance. Just getting back to the reason, number one, why I'm stopping macro tracking is because the emphasis needs to be on performance and not counting how many calories go into my mouth. Reason number two is about decision fatigue. And this one is a big one because, I mean, 
I just remember when I was macro tracking, like standing in my pantry or standing in front of my fridge, trying to figure out what I wanted to eat, what would go best in my macros for the day. It was like I was sitting there staring at all these foods, crunching numbers in my head, inputting like sample dinners and breakfasts and lunch into my fitness pal just to see if it would work and make decisions based on how many calories were in the foods that I wanted to eat or how much protein or how much carbs. It just became this like, it was just, it was weighing so heavy on me that fatigue and that mental load constantly crunching all of those numbers, trying to figure out which foods fit best in my diet. And I am just so sick and tired of being so stressed out about which foods I'm going to eat. I will say when I was tracking macros to kind of get around this, I would just eat the same things every single day so that I didn't have to make that decision on a daily basis. But, you know, it's just, it's not fun. Who wants to eat the same thing every single day? I will say I am a creature of habit though. So when it comes to something that I like, If I find something that I really, really enjoy, I will eat it on a daily basis, but because I like it, not because it fits into my macros nicely, and so therefore, I don't want to think about what I'm going to eat that day, and so therefore, I eat the same thing every day. That's not what I want to do, and that's not even bringing up like going out to eat, let's say, with family or friends. Sitting there staring at the menu, looking at the calories for every single thing that I was looking at on the menu to decide, okay, is that too many calories? How much protein do I think that is in that meal? How many carbs is in that meal? Do I have enough carbs left in my day for a uh, salad with salmon on it? Like it's just, it was at that point. That's how, how far it had gone. And that is just no way to live my life, especially being in a, in this stage that I'm at in my life. I'm just not interested in being that consumed by the number of calories that I'm eating, which kind of leads us into our next one, which is ditching the guilt trip. I am so over feeling guilty about eating foods that were unplanned. The kind of crappy part about macro tracking is that the way that I was doing it is I would pre-plan my whole day. So I would have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks all planned out before the day even started. So I knew exactly what I was eating for the whole day. If you do it that way, then your whole day is planned out. Every calorie is accounted for, and you can't just let your body decide on how many calories it wants or needs. And so because of that, there is no margin for error. And if you decide at five o'clock at night that you want a little cookie, oh my God, now you're 200 calories over because that cookie is 180 calories. And so now you're in a surplus and oh crap, now I'm going to gain weight and it would just spiral spiral from there. Whereas if you just eat based on hunger or just based on what you want, your body ebbs and flows and it goes through cycles when it's more hungry and when it's not as hungry and it tends to keep itself in a steady state. So if you're always tracking calories to the exact amount that you're supposed to eat, there is zero margin for error and you're not allowing your body to just ebb and flow as it needs to. Now that I'm no longer macro tracking, I find that I can kind of let my body eat, especially based on 
my stage in my cycle. I find that sometimes I'm more hungry than others and sometimes I'm just not interested in eating and that's perfectly fine. And I just allow my body to kind of ebb and flow the way that it's designed to. And I think that that's incredible and it gives me the space to just have that you know, no restriction to where if I want to have a little snack, I can, and that is perfectly fine, and I don't feel any guilt associated with it. Especially because I am a huge snacker. I love snacks. I would rather eat like six meals a day of snacks than have three big meals. I absolutely love going into the pantry and grabbing a few handfuls of granola or a couple chocolate chips or things like that. So before when I every single calorie was accounted for before the day even started, I couldn't do that. And it was just miserable because that's not who I am. I love to snack. And so now I go to the pantry and I grab whatever snack I want whenever I want it. And it just feels so much better that I don't have to carry that burden and that constant guilt of snacking. This next one is huge for me because it has to do with routine stress. If I wasn't in routine and I wasn't eating exactly the amount of calories that I needed to be eating and the exact number of macros that I needed to be eating, I was absolutely miserable. I live in Florida, my family lives in Arizona, and I just remember being so stressed and anxious about going home to visit my family because I knew that I wasn't going to be in routine. I knew my family would want to order pizza one night, or maybe they'd want to go out to dinner. Oh my God, God forbid they wanted to go out to dinner for one night, and it just did not align with my normal routine, and it would cause me so much anxiety and stress. I would be like, just absolutely miserable and I am not a miserable person and it just was not fun. So feeling just liberated from that stress of constantly being in routine feels insanely better. A couple weeks ago my now fiance and I went on a trip to New York City and we were able to just eat what we wanted. We had a a bagel every morning and we walked around and then we ate when we felt like it and it just felt so incredible to just eat when I wanted to and not eat when I didn't want to and to just enjoy being around food. And normally I would have, if this was me last year, I would have been so stressed out about my routine. And quite honestly, if this was me last year, I would have lost all control and I probably would have eaten until I was absolutely sick because I was restrictive the rest of the year. And that is just not fun. It's not a fun mental space to be in, especially because of that guilt when you return from your trip. It just feels so, so heavy. And so just the being liberated from that constant routine stress is huge right now. And it has made for such better experiences in life. And it's just allowed me to just live my life like I'm supposed to. And this last reason is kind of just like all-encompassing. I just feel so much freedom emotionally from not having to make constant decisions about what food I was going to eat and whether or not the food that I wanted to eat fit in my macros. And I just firmly believe that food choices shouldn't be an emotional roller coaster. It shouldn't be that hard to make a decision about what to eat and what not to eat. So I, because I'm not tracking macros anymore, I don't feel any of that emotional burden. And so I feel so much more free. 
I feel like I can truly live my life and without any worry of the guilt associated with choosing the wrong food or eating unplanned bites and things of that nature. So if there are any of you out there that are feeling the same way that I have felt, I highly, highly recommend and encourage you to just sit down with yourself and think about what you want your life to look like. Is it really worth all of that emotional burden and fatigue? Some people thrive on that kind of structure and that is totally fine. And if that's you, all power to you. That wasn't me. And if that isn't you, then I strongly recommend that you give yourself a little grace and you step away from macro tracking for a little while and see what happens. Maybe you might enjoy things a little bit more. Now, what am I doing now? So I hate to say that I'm intuitively eating. I don't like that word because I still feel like it's labeling the type of diet that I'm on and the reality of it is is I'm just living my life I'm not thinking about the food that I'm eating and that is the simplest way to put it I don't want any restrictions or any labels on the kind of lifestyle that I am choosing to follow food doesn't hold any power over me anymore and I'm listening to my body enjoying the moment of eating the food and just finding peace in food without the confines of tracking every single thing that goes into my mouth or pigeonholing myself into a specific lifestyle. And I will say with this, it's always going to be a constant battle going back and forth in my head about, is this the right thing to do? Should I track macros for today just to make sure I don't go overboard? Or, you know, think like thoughts like that still creep into my head. But the biggest thing for me is thinking about what I'm doing. And what I'm doing is I'm training for races. I am a athlete and I need to fuel my body in that way. When I was a softball player at the University of Georgia, I never thought about fueling my body in terms of calories. I just wanted to play. I just wanted to hit the ball. And so in this stage, I just want to run and I want to perform the best that I can. And so that constant burden of food is not it. It's not in the sauce. It's, it's I'm not letting it creep into my head. And that's the way I choose to sort of shut down those thoughts that start to linger when I'm maybe I'm having a bad body image day or something along those lines. So if this is also you, please reach out to me on Instagram or social media. I would love to hear your story. I'm sure there are tons of you out there who are feeling the same way that I am, especially those of you who have gotten into sort of like the bodybuilding industry in the past couple years. It's a huge thing on social media right now to track your macros. So I'm sure that there's a bunch of you out there. And if there are some of you who have never had this struggle, I would love to hear like what kind of advice you have for those of us, me, who have dealt with this sort of mental food restriction over the years. So If you like this episode, please let me know on social media. I would absolutely love it. And if you made it this far, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Thoughts in Motion podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation, don't forget to give me a five-star rating and maybe share it with your friend who could use some Thoughts in Motion. Connect with me on social media at Alyssa underscore in underscore motion and let's keep this conversation going until next time stay motivated keep moving and i'll catch you in the next episode